0: what's up everybody welcome to episode 75 of land parties from the las vegas review journal i am your host lucas agan joining me as always is ryan smith ryan how is your father's day weekend and happy father's day
1: Yes, no, thank you so much. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, the girls spoiled me with uh, gifts, and we got my we got our feet done, and had a big old tomahawk steak for dinner. So it was fantastic. We also revealed last night that uh, we are expecting in August as well. So uh, lots of lots of exciting news, and got to chill and play some video games. Got to go swimming with my niece and nephews. So. It was fantastic. How about yours, brother?
0: Mine was good. I had some breakfast with my parents, so got to spend some good time with them, spent some time with my girlfriend's parents. So overall, it was a nice and relaxing and all too hot weekend. As uh, (laughs) we all know, (laughs) the Vegas heat is something else, and it's way too early, and I always complain about this every summer, but... I still hate it. Way too early to be this hot. (laughs) But enough about us. We are honored to be joined by a very, very special guest this week. Somebody who is not from Vegas, but got to experience a little bit of our wonderful Vegas summer weather in the flesh. You know him from Kaizen Creed Studio. When the upcoming game, Five Force Fighters. Beloved Yulin was joining us. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing
2: pretty good. Thanks for the awesome intro. Also, Ryan, congratulations, upcoming father in August, or thank you. another kid in August. Congratulations on that. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, it was dope being out here in Vegas or out there in Vegas, enjoying the 113 degree heat with all of you. Guys.
3: <laughs>
2: it was crazy. But yeah, um, thank you for having me
0: of course and and can i be honest i was watching the news the other night and it showed the weather in the northwest and our it had a graphic of hot i am sorry i am sorry you do not get to classify 90s as hot you don't No,
2: nope. no I, <laughs> the humidity though. i came back to uh, uh when did i get back i came back sunday and i decided to go to work and i kind of do like some uh deconstruction stuff so Get some mm. money, and it—I was sweating. Like I wasn't even doing much. I was standing around. I was sweating. <laughs> I was like, "This is hot." Like it felt hotter than one hundred thirteen degrees
1: exactly that's how i feel the humidity plays a huge part like whereas and it's, it's real like it's a dry heat out here so it'll just burn you mm-hmm. but a but it, you know where there's humidity that's like being oven you know yeah. you step out the shower you are instantly sweating like that's too much for I me yeah <laughs> The joys of
0: summer weather that I think I think that's. this is the new episode for the week. The, the wonders of, of
1: summer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but first, before we get in and start talking about, uh, you know, talk with beloved and uh, the game that they're working on, we, we didn't get a chance last week to talk about the Nintendo Direct. So we were able to to finally get that and see all that stuff. Um, I know that I felt like Nintendo's uh, their showing at E3 was pretty solid. Um, They gave us You know, games. Some games that we expected, some games we didn't expect. Metroid Dread. uh, I had on my bingo card that they were going to do. That they were going to do Prime Four. So Dread came out of nowhere for me. I know that it was a game that they've been working on since I want to say like 2005 or like 2006 or something like that. Uh, So it was actually quite shocking seeing that you know be. Be revealed and whatnot. I was super stoked about the fact that uh, they had talked about a M- Mario Party uh, superstars, which is going to bring in some of the Mar- Mario Parties from past consoles, consoles I haven't had a chance uh, to play them and I love that series. So like for me, that is absolutely a a day one uh, by and then uh they introduced kazuya uh as well from Tekken uh, it's gonna be the next DLC uh player from uh uh for super smash so I love seeing these like actual like fighting game characters come in to this medium into this game and it, it still feels like you know they had the moves from their game they still feel built very uh, familiar and similar to what we know from the game. So I love seeing these kind of uh, crossovers. And th- this is a fun one to get, I think. Uh, but overall yeah I thought Nintendo uh Nintendos was pretty solid. I know you'll have uh some some different things here that you're excited about. Lay it on us, Lucas.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let me start. I feel like I should get partial credit cuz I too predicted Metroid Prime 4, but we still are getting a new Metroid game. So True. I mean that's it's close and it's coming out this year. Like that's the that's the best part about it is we don't have to wait very long, a couple months. October right. is is getting Pretty close, so I'm happy about that. Although, I will say, when they said during their direct, We know you're all expecting news on Metroid Prime 4, my first thought Man. was, They're doing it again.
1: <laughs> Man, I was like, There's no way, there's no way they do that again. That would have been absolutely heartbreaking.
0: Uh, Of course, the the big one for me is is we finally got a a new look at Breath of the Wild 2 and a tentative release window. They're aiming Mm -hmm. for 2022, which does not make me feel confident that they're going to hit 2022. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, they couldn't – I mean, people, fans would have immediately said – this was a fail if they didn't have a new look at birth of the wild too and it looks pretty awesome like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie like this gets me really excited i i just can't wait for this game i wish it was coming sooner but i hope i hope they reach the release date next year uh the one game that that i think is a sneaky pick for me too is mario plus rabbits uh, the mm-hmm. new one coming out. The, the first game was actually quite charming and a lot more fun than I expected. And so I'm actually kind of excited that they're making another one. I think it will be a lot of fun. And I think Nintendo, for the most part, hit the beats that they needed to hit. Uh, I'm still underwhelmed with the Zelda anniversary year as a whole, though. Uh, especially when you look into in comparison to Pokemon, I just wish that Nintendo could slash would make a bigger deal Um, Mm -hmm. about the Zelda anniversary than they are I just, Hyrule Warriors isn't my cup of tea necessarily (laughs) Um, and Skyward Sword is not my cup of tea either so Mm -hmm. I'm just waiting for Breath of the Wild too. you know what, they did that, I guess I should be happy, thank goodness we got that (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what about you beloved did you get a chance to uh uh check it out is there anything that kind of got you chomping at the bit a little bit
2: yeah of course i, I checked it out um i'm hyped about <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm hyped about zelda like i'm a big zelda fan since i was little so i'm really excited about breath of the wild too mm-hmm. skyward sword is like i think he's one of the uh, best story tell um told zelda stories in the franchise so I don't, oh, I don't snap. care about it because I already played it on Wii, so it's not like I'm going to pick it up, but <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. What else? Shin Megami Tensei Five. That looks pretty dope. I saw that. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I might have to check that out, but in Metroid Prime, I was, I was hoping for four, at least drop some details on that, and Baroness mm-hmm. 3, like, those games have been like announced and nothing's been said about them, so it's crazy that we haven't gotten any information on those games. But I thought it was... I thought the, the Direct was solid. It was okay. I was just expecting a lot more, to be honest. It's not like it's Nintendo. Come on now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I felt, too. Like, I, I just... Expected a little more from it. Cause like I'm not gonna lie. Like for me, uh Microsoft Bethesda, you know, they, they carry that show, uh, that that show on their shoulders. Mm. Uh, cause they just smacked us around with with fire after fire after fire, like no playing around. Like that's what I and that's what we had talked about was them just needing uh a, a great show. You know, they've always kind of struggled, especially on the gaming. Side of things of having games. So I felt like not only them, you know, almost everything being announced as a day one game pass. Mm Uh, release, um, you know, the the potential with all these developers and and, and people that are in studios that are underneath their, their umbrella now that I think that they and they've projected that they want to be able to release basically a new game every quarter. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an ambitious uh, I think that's an ambitious, but I'd love to see it happen because again you know, in my opinion, Xbox has always lacked in in their games department so seeing all this i feel like their future is bright and i feel like they've been hitting you know they've been going and hitting the strides uh for here the last like year and a half so i love to see it
0: yeah definitely i mean xbox isn't a good place looking ahead to the future the the one thing i do wonder is most of their trailers were just kind of cinematic teases uh and Mm -hmm. not a lot of gameplay so i do wonder really how long it'll be till we start getting to a point where they could crank out a game that often uh but mm-hmm. whenever that moment arrives is gonna be a lot of fun and yeah if you needed any more proof that you should be a game pass member they're doing a a good job giving you that extra little nudge toward mm-hmm. joining the service
2: i'd like to also say that yeah elden ring is gonna be fire when it drops i'm so excited for that yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah, in advance. I, I think I'm in. Yeah, are, wait. Which what was the last uh, advance war? Advance war is like the little like it was on like Game Boy Advance. It's like this little game that they have on like the Nintendo console. It was so much fun. Like, I I love that.
1: Yeah, that's what my buddy was saying too. He was like, he was like, oh, he was like, dude, that that is absolutely money. I was just like, yeah, I, I feel like, too, There, it's it's weird because there's so many, like, there were definitely Nintendo consoles that I ended up missing to where people have this, this nostalgia to certain consoles and games from that. So, like, that's why, I like, a lot of these remakes, I don't have that connection with them because I never played them. Mm-hmm. So I, what I do appreciate about that is the fact that that. I'm now having an opportunity to, to, to play these games that I didn't beforehand mm-hmm. and to kind of fill that gap as far as storylines or why people feel, you know, that, that these games are. Cause I remember, I remember somebody saying something about the issue <laughs> with the Wii one was the controls because it was all, all motion sensors or, or the, uh, the sticks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I, I'm pretty sure that's how the, this one is built out as well. Right. I think with the, uh, with the things. So maybe they give the option. Uh, But yeah, there's some of the, some of these I'm, I'm stoked to be able to have the opportunity to try out and, and play those games that I didn't ever get the chance to play. So um, yeah, it was, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. As far as uh, Nintendo, I think they had a solid um, just showing and, and what they, what they wanted. I I feel like no matter what, we're not ever going to really get everything that we want um and nintendo likes to you know they they move to the beat of their own drums so you know they'll drop something spicy here like in a month or something like that you know I'm like boom look at this <laughs> yeah you know that that's the beauty of, of them doing these directs
0: is you know at any point they can just drop one and can be like check out this game and it's coming out soon so that, that i hope that happens soon and you know when speaking of uh, when you brought up super smash brothers ryan I just got to give a shout out to that game because I Super Smash Brothers, I just love that series. And to think that they are still adding fighters, and so it still gives me a reason to kind of come back, play the fresh new fighter, even though I'm probably not very good at it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's just fun. And it's it's weird because Nintendo for so long has had a very bad track record of, of post-launch uh content but with games Mm -hmm. like super smash i mean years later we're still getting new fighters and still going strong and like i just i just love it i just love it
1: yeah i agree not only that but just the the fact that it brings another game to the competitive table uh that's also fun i feel like that game is one of those games where like Anybody can do this and and still have a good time and, you know what I mean, have some fun with it. Whereas some of the more serious fighting games, I'm like, look, dude, people are already too good. Why am I going to put myself in that situation? (laughs) It's like, I'm good on that, man. (laughs) I can play this with my niece and nephew and my daughter. You know what I mean? (laughs) I can't go in and play Tekken with them. (laughs) But anyway, yeah. Was that? Go ahead. I
2: agree with that 100. Smash Bros has that little, like that competitiveness to it, but it also has like that entry mm-hmm. that everybody can p- pick up and play. And I'm so happy, mm-hmm. though, like Kazuya being in the game. Like they have so many cool fighters now from like major series. I feel like the only one they're missing now is maybe Mortal Kombat, but that may never happen. Like super cool.
1: I agree 100%. Good stuff from Nintendo. Let's take a quick break and then we're coming back speaking with beloved Five Force Fighters. Let's go. We'll be right back, guys.
0: Welcome back, everybody! Thanks for listening to that short message. And now comes the real fun part of the episode. And beloved five five force fighters, take us through the inspiration for this game. And this genre is so competitive with the releases of these games that, like, this is this is one where it, it, they seem to either find their fan base or they don't, and there's not there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground. So how do you go out and make sure that yours stands out from the crowd and is ready to kinda be embraced by this community?
2: Okay, so the inspiration for Five Force kinda came out like really naturally. You know, at the time we were playing Smash Bros a lot, and that's how our input system is based off of, you know, simple directional inputs that you do with like each button. And so that's how we're able to pull off flashy combos. Another thing that we decided to do was like try out a bunch of different, what do you call those? Oh, fan-made games like Hyper Dragon Ball Z. Great inspiration for us. We took a lot of time looking at that game because it's made in the Mugen engine and it helped us develop and learn about mechanics of fighting games in general. And we played a lot of, uh, what's that game called? (laughs) When it comes to like remembering games on the spot, it's always a little bit hard. But (laughs) Dragon Ball Fighters is like super flashy and you can see from like our game it like takes a lot of flashy takes on on the genre of fighting games. All of our characters do a lot of cool stuff and it makes you feel awesome when you pull off a lot of these combos. And Dragon Ball Z was a big help for that. Oh, you had another question, right? Yeah, it
0: was about like Oh, yeah. So No, 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 you're good. You're good. So when when you're developing a game like this, you know, the the fighting game fighting game genre seems to be super competitive in that these games either seem to be able to build a following or they don't. Like there doesn't, there doesn't seem to be a ton of middle ground sometimes. So how do, how do you work to to make it stand out and be ready to be embraced by that community?
2: I think the big thing is not trying to make something that's already kind of been made. What we did was... Kind of naturally just do what we felt was really cool and really fun. I think a lot of other fighting games sometimes look at the greats like Street Fighter and Tekken and try to mimic their style and what they have going for them. But it's like those are already a thing. For Five Force, we use like a cartoon anime ish style, but represented like people that look like us. You know, and that's never really been done before. It wasn't like our goal to do that, but we're black, you know, and I wanted to see a black character throwing hands hella fast on screen and doing cool, cool (laughs) stuff, you know. And we were able to find that and see that there was a lot of people that wanted that, too. It didn't. And it was like the community that we were a part of, plus just people who love fighting games in general. There's a lot of different types of fighting games out there, and Five Force Fighters is a really a really easy game to pick up because of the inputs, but it also has a, a bit of like technicality to it that takes a long time to learn, and I think a lot of experienced fighting game players would appreciate for sure.
1: Yeah, and and that is something that stood out to me as well is just seeing these characters that look like me where you know what I mean it's like you never really have that and right now there's only you guys have five fighters um I know that I think you guys either just kicked off or are about to kick off your your Kickstarter um and and I guess my question is as far as from a you know as you guys are building now as you guys are launching the kit the Kickstarter and and stuff of that nature, um, you know. Do you have any any future plans as far as developing, building more characters in uh, online play and stuff like that? And then with online play, you know, how do you, you know, what does that back end look like for you guys? Because I know that online play uh, has been an issue in the past for fighting games, and they're only now really starting to catch up to where that input that input lag isn't isn't so bad where it's so critical in games like these. Mm, Okay.
2: Yeah. So for the Kickstarter and like developing characters for future stuff, we currently want to create a really diverse cast of characters. I think that's a big thing for us. Like essentially when we first developed our first character, he was actually a a Filipino fighter and we still have him in the, in the books, but we'll keep that under wraps for later because he's like important to the story, but it's always (laughs) been, yeah we're gonna have a diverse cast cool characters and all that from every every corner of the world you know because that's what the world's all about and that's what we've seen our lives mm-hmm. so when it comes to our kickstarter we plan on um showing off a few of these other fighters that are part of the main cast five force fighters and they will represent a lot of the cool stuff that we're able to show off in in the future um what was your uh, other question i kind of jumbled it up in my mind
1: oh sorry yeah no so uh also to tell me a little bit about the uh just the art style in general i love the fact that you have these vibrant um you know 3d backgrounds but you've got this this very unique art style um that you know again you're incorporating into a fighting game
2: oh okay so it's kind of the backgrounds are kind of a weird thing so they're actually they're partially 2d partially 3d so the floor is 3d
3: oh
2: right but it's made from a, a it was mm-hmm. originally 2d we just put it on top of the floor like the ground and stuff like that so we can cast the shadows on the ground and then the backgrounds themselves are kind of just 2d flat surfaces uh with that mm-hmm. kind of creates a depth of feel when the perspective camera zooms in and out and it's really cool like that and our art style the vibrancy really just comes from, I think, our love of cartoons and watching like Teen Titans and, you know, Samurai Shampoo. It's all it's a lot of inspiration from all over the place to get it all all into one thing.
0: If I could touch on something that you mentioned before, uh, when you were talking about it being accessible to people but also having that level of technical skill that that fighting game veterans will appreciate, how do you find that balance toward making a game accessible while layering in those those deeper levels for people that want to kind of get deeper into the game?
2: Yeah. when like originally when we decided the mechanics of the game, my first thought was, I'm good at Smash Bros. Like, my little brother, he helps me out with the game a lot. We're always talking pretty much every day. But he's great at fighting games. I can't beat him. But when it comes to Smash Bros, I can take some dubs. You know, I can win. And so (laughs) I was like, Smash Bros has this casual thing that a guy like me, who's not the best fighting game player, can actually win against somebody who's good at fighting games. So why don't we incorporate the directional inputs of Smash Bros add some complexity to the combo system, and then a little bit of flexibility because Smash Bros Smash Bros. is a really flexible game because of its um, percentage system. So instead of having a percentage system,
3: mm-hmm. I
2: decided to put a force bar system, which is a cancelable, cancelable um, system that allows the characters to pull off crazy moves in any which order because of just that yellow bar down there. And so it adds that flexibility to the game, which makes it kind of easy, right? But then we add a universal Mm -hmm. options and universal defensive options and offensive options that allow for more deep, complex combat. So, say you're in a a block string, right? You're getting attacked constantly, Mm -hmm. but you're able to pull off something like a critical counter. And if you get that timing right, you'll be able to get out of that block string and make it an, an advantage for you in the fight. So there's a lot of stuff like that in the game where if you start looking deeper into its systems, you'll be able to become like really good at Mm it because there's a lot of like incentive to get better and better at it.
1: Right. And I I totally remember what my other question was, too. I had asked, I don't know if you have plans uh, to make this uh, something that has online play. But if it is, um, how are you guys kind of working on that from a back end standpoint with, you you know, uh, uh, lag input and stuff like that being an issue in the past? uh, And them, you know, uh, uh, they've been working on that and that stuff has been increasing, getting better. Uh, Where are you guys at? Uh, As far as a back end point, if that is a thing that you're looking at doing
2: Um, for us, we plan to put in rollback for the game because it's such a it's a thing that most fighting games just need in this day and age. And that's something we that's what the Kickstarter is for. So we can get help with that because I don't know a lot about network code in the first place, but Mm -hmm. I think it's very much possible for Five Force to accomplish that and have a solid net play in the future. Right now, it's just it's local play. But I looked up a lot of stuff on um, online play for fighting games and determinism for fighting games. And you need to make sure that your fighting game is built the right way for it to allow for rollback. So thankfully it is. Nice. Great.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> and as we mentioned before the break, you had a, a fun trip down to Vegas over the weekend. Can you kind of talk about how that came together? And how did, how did that go for you? How did you uh, enjoy the weekend?
2: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was super great being down in Vegas. Um, I posted a video a long time ago. It was just uh, some gameplay, right? And this account called Complete Gamer LV saw it and he replied to one of my friend's tweets about it and he was like is that your game and my friend replied nah it's my friend below's game and so he slid my DMs. we started talking for a little bit he was like would you like to come down at some point if i can make that possible and i was like yeah of course it'd be awesome to come down to las vegas to show off my game like and have people try it out and so it went from there. I didn't hear back from him for a while. Like it was a couple months. I was like, okay, like forgot about it. Comes back maybe two months, three months later. He's like, hey, uh, we can make this happen in June, nineteenth. We're doing all this, that, and this. And I was like, Okay, bet, let's go. <laughs> so he flew, us out. <laughs> he flew us out to Vegas and we were able to get our game at HyperX's um Tournament arena thing and have our game set up there, have people try it out for the day while there was a Smash Bros tournament going on. And a lot of there was it was kind of crazy. We met a lot of cool like big Smash players, Tekken players, people that were really good at just like different types of fighting games. We tried out our game, give us a little feedback here and there, and they were most of their feedback was positive. Little small issues that they had with the game, but they were mostly like, yeah, this is a really fun game really cool stuff that you're doing with it. And then the next day we were able to get our game at a little smaller convention thing that allowed for a a small tournament with the community. And that was really awesome. Seeing how much like kids and like grownups enjoyed the game, trying it out for the first time, Mm -hmm. getting really competitive over just a brand new fighting game that they've never even seen before. It, It was awesome seeing them also pick it up so fast. Like that was just a great experience. One hundred percent would want to do it again if possible. Love Vegas. What is
0: what is that feeling like when you're watching everybody play and you're like waiting for that moment for the for the round to start and you're like looking at the reactions to see how they're gauging it? Like, is that nerve wracking for you?
2: Yeah, it was. It was definitely nerve wracking. Just waiting for people to be like to get the reactions, like "Mm," or oh wow. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it was more experience, experience <laughs> about the game, and I remember we were setting it up. Like we put the a little bit of a logo on the screen, and it just said Five Force Fighters. Um, my brother was standing, like sitting right next to me, and somebody was walking up the stairs, and and it was like, "Ooh, Five Force Fighters! And like, what's that?" You know, we didn't get to say anything to him because he had to walk up the stairs. <laughs> we were just we looked at each other, and we're like, "Yo, did you did you hear that?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it was really cool. And a lot of the people are like Hyper X, where they're like, I think I'm more excited for this game than the tournament that was going on. Like, this match was talking I was like, Yo. And they weren't talking to us. They were just talking to each other. We were just like overhearing stuff about like right. our game. It was so cool.
1: That's our, And I, I love it, too, because Vegas really does have a large video gaming community. And we're starting, you know, they're starting to build out more and more hubs uh, where people, you know, there's all kinds of big names, teams and things like that. So I love seeing the community of Las Vegas uh, come together, embrace the video game culture. And, you know, they put on events. They 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 do things to have some, you know, to have that, to be able to be put up on 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 a, you know, a platform like that, uh, for a game that you guys are, are, you know, pouring your everything into to bring something new and fun. Um, the feeling has got to be, got to be amazing, especially like you're saying, when you're seeing people get their hands on it and just getting their genuine reactions, uh, from it's got to be amazing.
2: It's so cool. Can't even lie. I love the experience. I love Vegas because of that. Like the fighting game community. I didn't know it was so big. I didn't even know where Eva was like set up I, to be honest. But I heard it was <laughs> in Vegas. And I was like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. I was like, no wonder everybody loves fighting games here. <laughs> and so yeah, it was just cool. Mm-hmm. Definitely,
0: definitely gotta go back
2: at some point, especially for EVO, if that's possible.
0: Right? Right. You know, coming off such a a positive experience and with with all that positive feedback, in the immediate steps here, what's what's next for you guys? And um, with with the Kickstarter, how can people contribute and how long do they have to uh, help support you guys and take this game up a, a further level here?
2: Okay, so we plan to drop the Kickstarter at least in June, if not the first week of July, for sure. And by back in the game, we'll be able to do a lot, make a lot of improvements just in the fact of, you know, the backgrounds, like just updating, like the graphics a little bit, making sure that we have more time to clean up things that we want to do, like animations. Uh, there's just so much like by backing the Kickstarter up, we could just do so much like volumetric lighting, all this other stuff that I just keep on thinking about that can improve the game and have a lot of free time to make sure that these details are down pat uh our kickstarter will definitely be supporting us in the way that we can create future projects and make more characters for the game in the future if they want it because i think they will uh but yeah i think that's pretty much it on the kickstarter it's gonna we're gonna offer a a lot of cool stuff on there too
1: that's awesome yeah you gotta make sure to uh share share the link with us when you guys get it and whatnot so we can Kick it out to people. Oh,
0: definitely, we'll do. Thank you. If I can circle back real quick to to the art style here, were there certain animes that you felt influenced you the most in in this game?
2: Yeah, initially, to be honest, because we were just watching Dragon Ball Super for. I'm not okay to be honest. I'm not a yes. big Dragon Ball Z fan, but I can't lie. The fights are cool, so I always watch Dragon Ball Z. Like it's so nostalgic. I've watched every episode, but I'm <laughs> I'm a big hater. <laughs> <laughs> I watch it all the time. <laughs> I watch it all the time. <laughs> Dragon is a huge influence on Five Force Fighters' um, style. Because the character Mugen, that I, the Filipino character that I brought up earlier, he was actually a Xenoverse model in the game, right? Like a customizable character that we mm-hmm. transformed into our style. and put him in and so he has like definitely a lot of dragon ball like aesthetics to him and so that translated to all the other characters as you can see with their eyebrows and their eyes the way that they like everything's drawn has a little bit of dragon ball z to it and other i think other stuff would just be like of a lot of maybe like neon-y colors because Core Vegas, that stage that you're seeing right now was actually based off of Las Vegas, so it was kind of kind of crazy just going down. Nice. In general. But yeah, to end it off, I think Dragon Ball Z was our big influence for art style at, at first, and a little bit of Boondocks. You
0: and you you had t- mentioned the story just briefly, and, I, and I'm not going to ask you for specifics here, but stories in fighting games, you know, never gets the same amount of attention because most people are so much focused on characters and and the actual fighting each other. But when you're crafting a story like this, what was that process like? And can you give like a tease to some generalities of of what people can expect from from the storyline?
2: Yeah, of course. So a lot of the, the characters struggle with deeper issues that some of us do in real life. Like for our character, Coco and Pebbles, gentrification was a thing that I saw a lot, just like living in Portland, that's a big thing. It's people losing their houses and where they live. But there's always a bigger, there's always somebody behind it, like government or somebody who's wealthy Mm -hmm. that's taking that away from them. You know, A place that you probably live for a long time is taken away because of wealth and things like that. And the characters all have this common goal of a sense of revenge towards trying to reestablish their lives in a way that they can be happy again. And so they do a lot of growing and they all have like personalities that are flawed, but they make up with it for their strong sides, you know, and that's why there's such a, an awesome quintet of characters that uh, travel through this story.
1: I love it. And I've got the last question for me. Tell me a little bit about music, what you guys are thinking music wise, how that's going to play into your storytelling and just the sound effects in general. I feel like the sound effects play a a big part, you know, that, that helps you that doesn't strive like, Oh, you just got smashed or, you know what I mean? Something like that. Tell me a little bit about that. Okay.
2: Let me go into sound effects first. So big thing about sound effects is like, I love um, five, four, no, sorry. Fire force has a great sound (laughs) effects. Like, I don't know who did it, but their engineer was amazing. I, I took inspiration from that. Also from JoJo, um, season three with Jotaro, every time he punches, like his, uh, mm-hmm. his stand punches, it has like this gunshot sound. And so I wanted to implement something like that when characters get hit in our game. So it's kind of, I want to beef your sound. So we're going to go back in there and make sure our sound is really popping because it's I know how important sound is for fighting games. Like if it doesn't sound right, What's the point of playing it? I'm just joking. <laughs> um, another thing for music, we took a big inspiration from New Jobas initially. New Jobas has such a slick flow to its music and its momentum. And I really am not a fan of like hardcore rock and fighting games. I know that's like the, the stand for games in general when it's a fighting game. Yeah. But I was thinking like we could try something different by adding a slight bit of, I wouldn't call it lo-fi, but I don't know exactly the name for the genre, but a lo-fi-ish sound, but momentum with the beats and the drums and stuff like that. And really creating music, not really video game music, if you get my vibe. So a lot of different bridges and choruses, yeah. melodies, and, you know, even hooks, getting people getting people on the track to rap a little bit on there would be really dope for us. So, yeah, music is going to be really huge. Bird Boy, He's developing uh, composing our music and he's killing it right now. I can't wait to put some of that music on the Kickstarter because it's gonna be really dope to hear it
0: nice awesome nice uh, you know let me let me have you take us back to the beginning here. what got you interested in developing games and why fighting games what led you to specifically this genre?
2: okay so there's a lot of beginnings I feel like to this to our story but the very very beginning, my older brother songs he would constantly like be developing little small games and we would all just be there watching him we go on like this website called spider's resource and we try to get sprites but didn't know what to do with them we just put them in like an animator and be like oh that's cool you know we didn't know that was coding involved didn't know that there was music involved animations involved we just thought oh i can make this cool fan game of a game i've loved so much and make all these cool crossovers but that didn't go too far you know what i mean that we were little kids and we weren't that involved with it but my brother did for a little bit and he stopped and so a couple years later I'm in high school and it's ending I'm like man what do I really want to do and I was like I can make this crew that can develop different things like poetry video games art all this other stuff and so I got a little small group together didn't work out though so I started college right I'm doing accounting and our composer for the game he was in Massachusetts and he's going to school there and we were talking I was like you know, I don't really want to do accounting. Like I kind of want to just try to do what we tried in high school one more time. And he was like, yeah, bro, I think I'm going to come back and we can try to do something. And after that I was, after we had that talk, I think maybe a couple of days later I saw my little brother drawing art and it was of Mugen. And I was like, yo you want to do this you want to make the game and he's like yeah sure nonchalantly like yeah sure let's do it <laughs> you know he, he was 14 at the time He's like whatever sure <laughs> and I <was> like, okay <laughs> so we started watching everything doing everything like asking my sister to let us use her tablet to draw animations you know just constantly watching youtube videos constantly looking up articles it was just that every single day it's been like that every single day, day for like three and a half years. It's still, we're still doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's how we got started. But the reason we chose fighting games was mostly because I didn't feel like we were prepared to create something that had a, a larger story, like, or a lot of uh, jumping into like 3D animations because I'm more of an RPG fan at heart or like a Zelda fan. at heart. Mm. Um, But I didn't feel like it was a good time to do something like that. And I thought fighting games was like, yo, that could be easy. That could be so easy. But no, it's not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. Fighting games, though, there's so there's so much stuff that goes into like there's blocks and frame data. There's everything. There's balancing. You can't just be like, yeah, this is gonna be easy. The only reason that we got so far is because our ambition, I feel like, is really high for not giving up. Like. We knew that we wanted to do this, and I feel like we, as a team, would have regretted not trying for what we we love to do.
0: Was there a moment that you guys came together and you're like, "This is going to be harder than we anticipated"? Oh, I mean, I don't think anybody,
2: I don't think anybody said it. I don't think anybody said it. But there was a lot of times where my my, my <laughs> homie Bird, he was like, he was like, "Yo, when are we dropping this? Like, we got we got to get on the next project." <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like. <laughs> and i was like i was like it's not good yet i i can't put my name on something that's not that good yet bro and so i think think he had like you know he really wanted to try something new and that's fair but i felt like there was a lot of potential with Force, and so we just kept it going and i think it's working out as of now and i'm excited for the future
1: I love it. That is that is awesome. Again, beloved, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate you taking the time. Uh, again, tell us where we, where can we find stuff? I know you guys got it uh, up on the Twitter. Um, let us know, H- holla. Okay, so
2: you can find us Kaizen Creed on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Nobody uses that. Dis- <laughs> Discord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. At kaizen creed kaizen underscore creed and so kaizen spelled k-a-i-z-e-n underscore creed so you can find us there please support it's going to be awesome you'll enjoy the game i promise
1: absolutely i'm excited to try it out because i i am absolutely jumping on board i love a, especially a game that i feel like all right i'm not gonna just get blown out of the water i can have fun with this and be casual with it uh everything putting together absolutely i'm looking forward to it brother awesome
2: i'm excited for you to be on it we can play sometime
1: <laughs> absolutely i'm do totally it. down you can come, cash these hands <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking trash. trash Yeah, let me go ahead and recant that last statement. (laughs) Uh, Lucas, what do you got going on this weekend, brother? Uh, not much. It'll
0: be a nice and relaxing weekend here. Um, we're uh, I'm actually gonna dive into this game called Scarlet Nexus, which looks like yeah. uh, anime inspired RPGs. So I'm kind of excited to see how that plans out. it, it, it looks very intriguing to me. Uh, and of course, still plugging through the Mass Effect trilogy. Uh, I'm finding mm-hmm. all three games is a lot to take in at once, but I still love that mm-hmm. series. but chugging away, what about yourself?
1: Yeah, no, I'm still on that Metal Gear Solid grind. We made some progression uh, here this last week, which was nice because the week before, I did nothing but die over and over and over again. It was terrible. Um, and then, <laughs> I just finished, I actually just finished uh, Intergrade uh, here this past weekend as well. So, that just left me wanting more. I needs it! Come on! Um, so, that was, that was really dope. I might go back, though. There's a few things. That Four Condor game is a a lot of fun i'm not gonna lie like that should be its own game you know what i mean separate that'd be a lot of fun um but yeah uh, other, other than that i've got a i'm actually uh uh headed to mexico for one of my college uh, roommates uh getting married down there so i'm headed out of the country um so it'll be it'll be nice all inclusive uh i'm gonna sit back relax and take in that some baby <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode don't forget check us out on the tweeters at Land parties pod at lucas Egan, and at smitty 2447 we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and you know what it is we love your faces <laughs>